Good morning. Welcome to Straight Arrows. I'm your host, Pastor Woody Whit of Memorial Baptist Church in Maysville, North Carolina. And I'm glad that you have tuned in today. I hope you're having a great day. Um, today's a, a first part in a series on toxic or safe. As followers of Christ, we have been commanded to love others and go into the world and take the gospel to all people. Paradoxically, brothers and sisters, we're also warned in the Bible about who we should uh, not associate with. The command to love and form relationships is not contradictory to discerning what associations should be avoided. On the contrary, the Holy Spirit wants to help us to distinguish between who is toxic that's poisonous, and who is safe, that is healthy. So let's pray, and then we'll talk a little bit, and today is kind of an introduction to this. So let us pray. Father, we thank you today for your love and your blessings, O oh God. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your mercy, and your truth. We thank you for sending your Son to be our Savior for the precious blood of Christ that cleanses us of our sins, and we're thankful for the Holy Spirit who gives us life who gives us uh, supernatural enablement to do your will, uh, Lord, who gives us discernment. And certainly discernment is what um, this episode is about today, Lord. So please guide us by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. As we approach this subject, uh, let us take a close look at what God's Word says. And I hope you have God's Word handy. Um, the notes if you would like notes on this subject, I can get these to you if you ask me. Uh, I will send them to you electronically. Uh, but uh, the Word of God says in Proverbs 13, 20, He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33 says, Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. 2 Timothy chapter 2, that's 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 16 and 18, says, But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase into more ungodliness, and their word will eateth doth a canker, of whom is Hymenaeus and Philetus, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already, and overthrow the faith of some. And then third John uh, verses 9 to 11. This is important. 3 John, chapter, uh, 3 John, verses 9 through 11. I wrote into the church, but Diotrephes, who loved to have the preeminence among them, received us not. Wherefore, if I come, I will remember his deeds which he hath doeth, prating against us with malicious words, and not content therewith. Neither doth he himself receive the brethren, and forbiddeth them that would, and casteth them out of the church. Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good is of God, but he that doeth evil hath not seen God. Again, that's 3 John 9 through 11. The scriptures then, if we if we think about this in its their totality, uh, invite us to distinguish between toxic people, people we should avoid, and safe people, people who are um, whose contact that we're going to be around is going to be conducive to our growth. Toxic, poisonous people are essentially unsafe. They pose a continuous 
threat to um, our emotional, spiritual well-being. It is essential that without being paranoid or inordinately suspicious, we use the Word of God as our lens to discern who is safe and who is toxic. Now, a word of caution is in order here. Before going any further, let us understand that all of us had the propensity for being toxic some of the time under certain circumstances. I know that I can be a real not nice person sometimes. I know that I can rub people the wrong way. I know that I have a, a knack sometimes for getting underneath people's skin. And so I ask God to guide me by the Holy Spirit so that I can be a kinder, gentler um, person that is genuine and authentic with people. Uh, but I know sometimes that uh, I, I say and do things that are wrong. And when I'm when I'm doing that, then, well, I'm toxic then, you know. Uh, but if I'm walking in the spirit and the Holy Spirit is is uh, loving people through me, then I'm a, I'm a healthy, safe person to be around. Um, the point here is this, and please don't miss this. Some people are toxic most of the time. They have a track record of toxicity. Some people are poison. And that doesn't mean they can't change. It doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit can't do a work in their life. But the people that I'm talking about have no interest really in God. Not really. Um, they are interested in themselves. And they're not interested in, in, in God changing them. Uh, they're going to continue on the path that they're on because they've been on it a long time. And it gets them the things that they think they need out of life. So you want to avoid toxic people. Recognizing a toxic person is the same as recognizing fire or knowing what chemicals or substances are harmful to the skin and to the eyes. Think of it this way. Your soul is fragile. Your soul is, is, is uh, fragile. It's precious. Uh, and you need to protect your soul. Um, Cloud and Townsend have identified 11 traits of toxic or unsafe people. And I'm, I'm quoting from um, Cloud and Townsend, uh, a book called Safe People. You can get it from Zondervan Publishing, and I recommend it. And they have identified 11 traits of toxic or unsafe people. Unsafe people think they have it all together instead of admitting their weaknesses. Unsafe people are religious instead of spiritual. I can't stress this enough. Some of the most vindictive, cruel, mean people that I've met in my life were Bible-believing Christians. I really hate to say that, but it is absolutely true. And this is the reason why so many people have quit church, walked away from church, don't want to have anything to do with church, because some of the unbelievable people they've met in church, and that is a shame to us. And if a church is going to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ, it needs to understand that you, you can't have people in the church that, that are mean, vindictive, cruel, um, mean-spirited, critical, judgmental people. Um, and particularly those that do it in the name of Jesus or do it in the name of their spirituality. That's not right. So we need to understand that there, there are people that are very religious, so to speak, uh, in their religious observances, but 
they are doing a great deal to harm the work of the Lord Jesus Christ in the lives of people because of their attitude and because of their behavior. And I'm just stating the, the, the absolute truth on that. Okay. So uh, again, number one, unsafe people think they have it all together. They, they, uh, they don't admit their weaknesses. Number two, unsafe people are religious instead of spiritual. Uh, number three, unsafe people are defensive instead of open to feedback. Uh, they can't, they can't, uh, look in the mirror and see themselves. They don't want other people pointing out their sin. Uh, they think that they're right. They're, they are uh, incredibly self-righteous, self-centered, self-focused. And they think that uh, many times that God is on their side. Um, number four, unsaved people are self-righteous rather than humble. And the text that you want to read there, and I won't read it here, is Luke chapter 18, verses 10 to 14, shows a good example of a, uh, of a self-righteous person. And it's the story of the Pharisee and the publican. And the Pharisee, what his attitude was like before God, and the publican, what his attitude was like before God. And it's a, you need to read that at, at home carefully. Number five, unsaved people only apologize instead of changing their behavior. Unsaved people do not practice biblical principles of repentance. Um, Cloud and Townsend, I'm going to note them here, and please listen carefully to what they have to say. Repentant people will recognize a wrong and really want to change because they do not want to be that kind of person. They're motivated by love not to hurt anyone like that again. These are trustworthy people because they're on the road to holiness and change, and their behavior matters to them. People who apologize quickly may act like they are sorry or as if they are interested in holiness, but they're really leading someone on. They may say all the words, but some are taken in by their t tears and sorrow. But in reality, they're more sorry about getting caught. They do not change, and the future will be exactly like the past. Again, the issue here is not perfection. People who are changing still are not perfect and may sin again, but there's a qualitative change that is visible in people of repentance that does not have to do with guilt, getting caught or trying to get someone off their back. End of quote. And again, unsafe people only apologize instead of changing their behavior. And I have said this before, and it's caught a lot of people's attention, I think, that know the difference between what an apology is and what seeking forgiveness is. An apology is a justification of what you have done not seeking forgiveness of it. So there are people that want to apologize to you, but they do not want uh, to remove the sin barrier that exists there. In other words, they don't want to admit their guilt and they do not want to truly confess and to repent of their sin. So you have to know the difference uh, there. Seeking forgiveness is what we need to do in the Christian life. And we need to have an attitude of repentance that goes along with it. Uh, someone offering you an apology is a very, very slick way of them not admitting their guilt. So be careful with that. Number six, uh, unsafe people avoid working on their problems instead of dealing with them. Um, Cloud and Townsend note this, unsafe people, however, resist any form of character growth or mat maturity. Unsafe people, they do not admit they have problems or they think they can solve their problems by themselves. Uh, 
by themselves. Um, going back to church again, some people, you know, quit church, leave church, and um, they can, so they won't, they have to deal with their issues, okay? They can continue to be the people that they are without really coming to grips with um, their sin issues, okay? Uh, number two, they do not submit their life to the will of God. They do not confess when they have wronged someone. They do not forgive people who have hurt them. They avoid facing relationship problems directly and openly. They do not hunger and thirst for righteousness. They treat others with a lack of empathy. They are not open to conf confrontation from others. They are not in um, uh, process of learning and growing. They do not take responsibility for their lives. They blame other people for their problems. They do not want to share their problems with others to help them grow. Um, people who are, are uninvolved in character growth can be unsafe because they are shut off from awareness of their own problems and God's resources to transform those problems. Instead, they act out of their unconscious hurts, and then they hurt others. And that's end of quote there. Uh, number seven, unsafe people demand trust instead of earning it. Safe people earn the trust of others. Even Christ did not demand blind trust. Now listen to this uh, scripture, John chapter 10, verses 37 and 38. Um, if I do not the works of my father, believe me not. But if I do, though ye believe me not, believe the works that ye may know and believe that the father is in me and I in him. So the Lord Jesus is inviting us when we read the Bible, when we encounter the Lord Jesus to look at what he says and what he does and then say, can I trust this person? And brothers and sisters, I tell you, if you forget everything that you've heard today on this episode, get this. Jesus is the most real and authentic person you have ever met. He has always told you the truth about himself. And he followed that up by going to the cross for you and dying for you taking all of your sins on his own body, dying for you and being buried and rising again. Jesus Christ is the person that you can totally trust. People like me, we're human, we're fallible, we're finite, we make mistakes, we say the wrong things, we do the wrong things. You've got to take people like me with a grain of salt and you have to listen carefully to what we say. You've got to observe our behavior, measure what we do by the word of God, and then learn whether or not we're safe or not. Learn whether or not you can really trust people, religious people like myself, okay? Um, but you can, you, you, when you come to Jesus, though, it's like, wow, this person loves me. This person's telling me the 100% absolute truth. I tell you, brothers and sisters, that's why I love Jesus so much, is he is real and he's true. And he's done everything to save my soul. And I, I, I want you to, I want you to fall in love with Jesus and know that he's totally safe. Um, number eight, unsafe people believe they are perfect instead of admitting their faults. Number nine, unsafe people blame others instead of taking responsibility. And number ten, unsafe people lie instead of telling the truth. And unsafe people are stagnant instead of growing. And uh, so, in summary, then today, and we're going to close this episode now, the toxic, unsafe person may be manipulating, controlling, abusive, critical, etc. To some degree or, or extent, unsafe people, that's toxic people, have the potential to become emotional vampires who will invariably suck the emotional life out of you. 
So in other words, what the Bible is teaching us is to avoid toxic, that is, unsafe people. Why? Because they will suck the emotional life out of you. They will, they will harm your soul. They will, they will actually traumatize you. And uh, I don't want to use that word inappropriately, but to some extent over time, a unsafe person, a toxic person is going to take the life right out of you. So you need to know how to identify a toxic person, how to avoid them. And you can still pray for them. You can still love them, but you do not put yourself in an inordinate situation with them where they can control your life. Don't let anybody control you except God through the power of the Holy Spirit for his glory. Okay. Avoid people that want to control you. Okay. So anyway, I've enjoyed talking with you today. Let me pray with you. And uh, you've gone rather long and we'll try to keep it shorter next time. Let's pray. Father, bless my dear brother and sister today. Watch over them and guide them and bless their families. Thank you for your holy word and uh, help them to come back next time just to straight arrows and that we can get into your word, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Bye-bye.